It's Lamar Gibbs. Welcome to the Thoughts of Redemption podcast, where we celebrate the process of thought and God's hand in it. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of the Thoughts of Redemption podcast. I am your host, Lamar Gibbs, and I'm grateful so much for your support, for your love, and I'm grateful to be in a place where I can provide content and provide information and May this be encouraging to you wherever you are. It's been a while since I have recorded a podcast, almost a month to be exact. That's the nature of life. Life has been happening. Uh, I've been producing a lot of content on the blog and uh, doing Facebook Lives. And if you want to follow me on Facebook, follow me at Thoughts of Redemption on the page. And just follow the blog at thoughtsofredemption.com. And so I've just been producing a lot of stuff and working uh, with a lot of of people and, and just building in my life and, and, and just living life really. And so uh, I, you know, I'm grateful to be back to a brand new episode with, with this podcast, especially with a topic that I've been wanting to talk about uh, throughout this week. And, and so the, the topic for today is the power of self-talk. And I wanted to talk about this because firstly, I do it often I do it a lot. And I remember uh, there was a time period where I felt, am I the only one that does this? Am I the only one that talks to myself? Like, especially me being an introvert, um, you know, I tend to have a lot more to say in my mind and I may say it with my words at times. I I can talk, but as you see with this podcast, I can talk. But, you know, I, I tend to have a lot to say in my mind. And so there are times where I will speak out what's in my mind I can so I can hear myself think and I used to think that now it's normal to me and now that I know that everybody else does it too now it's normal to me now it's not only normal to me but it's healthy to me but before it was like man I really talk to myself a lot and it just feels extra but in reality it's not and so I'm just glad that uh, I was able to grow to a place where I, I saw that as okay. And I saw that not only as okay, like I said, but healthy. And and I was able to see that it's a healthy way to flesh out your ideas. Uh, because we all know that there are things that exist in our mind that when we, let's let's say we have an idea in our mind and we are excited to, to tell people. And then we would tell people the way that it comes out in our mouth was not the way that we heard it in our head. Because we tend to not engage with what's in our mind with the fullest level of objectivity. There tends to be some level of bias. We are, we are fallen creatures. And so we, we, we are predisposed to how we process things. I mean, I think that's natural too, just as being a human being. We live in our own minds before we live in anybody else's world. So we are at home when we are in our minds. And so we made have a lot more grace with ourselves and our ideas, or we may have a lot more ideal, idealism to what our ideas are. You know, they may seem more innocent or they may seem more perfect in our eyes until we bring it out into the real world. And so even when, even, so when it comes to us having self-talk, uh, it, it can be a buffer against what may be existing in our own mind headspace where we can talk things out and if we were to talk things out with ourselves, we may see, hmm, okay, it sounds better when I said it out this way than when I thought it out this way. And so it, it's it's a healthy way of 
of working through ideas. There have been ideas for blogs that have come through the result of self-talk. And, you know, it, 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 it shows us how we think. And it shows us how we speak, too. Um, but in showing how we think, it helps us because it, it helps us to really, uh, uh, you know, examine, you know, how we're thinking and examine how we're talking. And it can really help us to to bring clarity, kind of like when you're writing your ideas out, it brings clarity. When you're talking your ideas out, it brings clarity as well. And so I've experienced this as a creative, as a content creator, producing all manner of content. There are things that I've talked out and had to flesh out in order to, to make uh, sense of what was in my mind. And the more you self-talk, the more... Uh, opportunity that you have to examine how you are thinking in your life, right? How you are speaking in your life. Um, because there is a, 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 a verse in, in Proverbs where it says that death and life is in the power of the tongue and those who love of it will eat of its fruit. Y'all have heard me say this on past podcasts if you've been listening uh, since the beginning. I've spoken on you know, the power of our words and speaking on, uh, I've spoken on how, you know, our words can really, uh, 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 really give a picture of where we are um, and how we speak and how, where our hearts are. Because even uh, Jesus said, see, verses are coming in my mind. Jesus said that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so, you know, self-talk, when, you, when you're talking out the things that are in your mind, when you're talking out things in life and when you're talking about things by yourself you get to see a picture of what your heart is like and you know it 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 really helps us to examine i may maybe repeat myself from rambling but it, it helps us to examine how we really talk and and I, and I, and that's important for us as christians it's important for us as human beings but it's important for us especially as christians that are striving uh to live life from God's point of view. When we live life with the mind of Christ, thoughts of redemption, transforming our way of thinking with the goal of having Christ-centered think, th- thinking and Christ-centered thoughts and a Christ-centered thought life, right? When we speak, we really should take the time to examine what we say. And let me give a perfect example because I feel like I'm, I'm ex- over-explaining these things and I want to give an example. So, Say, so for me personally, I have this bad habit of saying things that I desire to do without actually having to do it. So I'll say things like, oh man, I got to do that. Oh man, I want to do that. I want to do this. I want to do that. And instead of saying, I'm going to do this on this day, I'm going to do that at this time. And the the fact that I've talked like this on the regular so much has shown me that there are aspects of my life or there are aspects there 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 are ways in my heart that I shirk accountability and responsibility because it challenges you to come face to face with how consistent you really are. It it, it brings you face to face with yourself and with your um your habits however bad they are and 
you know this as yourself with yourself that you see yourself better than you really are. Not even to down yourself, but you we see ourselves as better than we really are. And so when I began to examine how I was speaking about doing things, I recognized that I have a bad habit of saying I want to do things, but not actually taking the discipline necessary to do what I wanted to do. Or I'm never really held accountable for saying it because you, as long as you desire it, it's a good thing, right? But no, um, I, I, I have a problem with speaking that way. And I'm at present, whenever I, I, I catch myself saying I want to do something, I'll literally catch myself and say, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, and of course, there's still levels of growth that I need to go to with that and setting the days and stuff. But suffice to say... It's changed how I speak in my self-talk when I speak about things I want to do. And as much as this has helped me when it comes to how I say things about myself, I believe that the Bible shows us instances of self-talk as well. It shows us instances where our mind, our will, and our emotions are not in line with the mind, the will, and the heart of God and what he has spoken in his word. And as a Christian, we trust that the Bible is the word of God. We trust that it is true. We trust that it is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And so the Bible, when we read the Bible and when we internalize the word of God, when we speak the word of God, a lot of times what we're speaking of the word is in contrast to what's really in our soul. And the Bible shows us instances of self-talk, usually when it comes to commanding the soul. And you see this a lot in the Psalms, right? You see this a lot in the Psalms. Uh, and I can give two examples in the Psalms that will show uh, David speaking to his soul. And yes, this is a song that a congregation of Israel would sing together, but it also applies to us individually in, in speaking to our soul because there, there are, there, there is the reality of the willing spirit, and then the weaknesses, the weaknesses of the flesh, right? And the soul is is a is an aspect of the flesh. The soul and the body is are are, are, are affected by this sin nature, aka the flesh, and. There are times where you have to command your body, command your soul, your mind to be subjected to the obedience of Christ, to be subjected to the reality of God's presence, um, the reality of God's joy, the reality of God's peace, the reality of God's grace. And I'm going to read uh, two Psalms, uh, Psalms um, 103 first, and I'm going to read to show exactly where you you can see um you can see the command that is given to the soul when it comes to uh, blessing God and, and and living for God and 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 pointing out where what God is doing so I'm going to read Psalms 103 first and I'm going to start from verse 1 where it says bless the Lord O my soul and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, 
who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. This is a beautiful psalm where David is commanding his soul to bless the Lord. And when you bless the Lord, you speak well of him. That's what a blessing is. When you speak well of somebody, when you bless somebody, it's when you speak well of somebody or you do well for somebody. When you bless the Lord, you're speaking well of the Lord and doing well towards the Lord. And so when he's saying things like forget not all his benefits, basically don't forget what he's done for you. Don't forget what he's given you by his loving kindness how he heals your diseases, how he redeems your life from destruction. And you can be in a place where life is going crazy and it seems like God is not around you. But when you command your soul to bless the Lord and you remember his promises and you remember his covenant, you remember his works, when you remind yourself, when you speak out loud the things that he has done for you in your life up until this point where you can point to situations and remember what the Lord has done, it is transformative, not in your situation right away. It might not even transform the situation when you bless him, but you will experience the presence of God come around you, but you will also experience your soul coming into obedience to what God has said and to what the truth has been revealed in the word of who God is and what he's doing because we can lose sight of it when we're going through things, when we're feeling a certain way, right? Um, we can be feeling a certain way in our body. It may, may not be nothing happening, but just the way that we deal with life mentally, when we deal with um, uh, the, the way that we're feeling in our minds and our, our emotions and, and just different things from our past that may come up in our mind that may trigger us, anything that can happen with you that can have you feeling some type of way. You may feel discouraged about yourself. There's times that I felt discouragement about maybe where I'm at in life or, or, or how fast things are moving, whatever happened, like with this, with this platform, how, how fast things are moving or, 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 or I may feel some type of way with how I can't get something right or I making mistakes or I'm not uh, aware of whatever it is that I may be dealing with. And I, I, literally remind myself with the truth of scripture. And I, I encourage myself in the Lord, as David said. And um, just to, to read another verse that I shared on social media, on, on Instagram, Facebook, and everything. Um, I shared uh, Psalms 94, 19. This isn't a verse that I was going to read, but I, I feel I'm led to read this as well. Uh, in the multitude of my anxieties within me, your comforts delight my soul. And... I love that God is aware of the realities that we face mentally and emotionally, that we, we process through things in our life and we, and we deal with the things in our mind and there are things that happen with us. And, you know, there can be a multitude of anxieties that we may deal with in our lives, but his comforts delight our soul. And when we remind ourselves that his comforts are a delight, it anxiety loses his strength and his power. And, and God is a very practical God, supernaturally practical. He's supernaturally practical that his word holds authority. And when you continue to speak it over time, it transforms 
how you interact with your anxiety, how you interact with your downcast soul, uh, when you're feeling burdened, when you're feeling uh, discouraged. Downcast means discouraged. So when you're feeling discouragement and then when you are able to counteract that discouragement with the word of God, it's over time that it becomes rooted and grounded in you and you remember it instantly. And so to go to uh, the next verse, the, the verse that I, I wanted to read, give me one second. Uh, chapter 45, verse 3. Wait, is it verse 3? I don't think it's verse three. Verse five. Give me one second. Psalms 43, verse five. 43, verse five. See, I wrote it down and I, I still mixed up the verse. So now I was speaking about the soul being cast down, downcast, right? Uh, 43, verse five says this. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. David here was asking a question to himself. He asked him, why are you downcast? Why are you cast down? Why are you disquieted? And he encouraged himself to hope in God. And we all need that sometimes. We need that when we are engaging in, in self-talk. We need to practice speaking the truth of what the word says so that our soul will be surrendered and our soul will be renewed and encouraged with the truth that is in the word. Because God has given us an abundance of revelation when it comes to his work in the earth, his work in us, his work in our relationships, his work in our life. And the word of God is incredible. And not just in the Psalms, it's all over. When you read the whole body of scripture, you can speak the truth of the word of God over your life. And two situations as well. So when you are in, 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 when you are talking to yourself, when you are talking things out loud, when you fit, when you find yourself, when you realize, because there are times you realize in your mind that your mind is going to a bad place, your mind is going to a negative place. It's 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 dwelling in a cesspool of of darkness or dwelling in a cesspool of 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 confusion. When you feel like you're losing control, the word of God is powerful, is sharper than any double-edged sword. It is able to pierce the soul and reveal the thoughts, motives, and, and intent of the heart. You know what the heart deals with, the thoughts deal with, you, your mind, that's your soul. And so the word of God, when you speak it, is able to pierce right through where your will may be, where your mind may be, where your thoughts may be, where your emotions are, and is able to pierce right through that and expose it for what it is, for how weak it actually is. And in contrast to the authority and the power of the word of God and of the glory of God and of the presence of and the presence, the presence of God. And so I just really encourage you all to 
take some inventory on how you talk, I encourage you to search the scriptures, read them, remind yourself of the promises of God, remind yourself of the love of God, remind yourself of the comfort of God, the, tr- the love of God, the truth of God, everything that has been revealed in the scriptures that will enable you to speak life to yourself and to recognize the power of self-talk. When, when, you, when you're talking to yourself, when you're talking things out, remember to speak with life, to not speak with death. So that you don't love the, the speech of death and you don't eat of its fruit. You don't believe it. You don't accept it for what it is. This, is ain't, this ain't no word of faith type stuff I'm talking about. I'm not here trying to engage in any new age type thing. This is real life here. This is a reality that when you experience things in your mind and you experience things in your soul that God has given us the truth to speak instead of the lies that we hear in our mind and the lies that we feel that are true. And so I pray that this is encouraging to you and that you can even send testimonies to me. I would love to hear of anybody that has transformed their way of talking about themselves and talking to themselves and how that's made a difference in your life because it's made a difference in my life. I, I've seen the power of God's word transform how I think and transform how I speak about myself and think and look at myself and look at God and look at his work because it's not just about us. It's not about us. When we look at God and how he's working in our lives and how he's moving in our, our lives and, and, and how, how, how we, we see him moving in other people that are around us and that are, 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 are being used by God to speak to us and do whatever he has in his will to do with providence and everything. It'll help us see differently. So I just ask that you will email me at thoughtsofredemption at gmail.com or if you follow me on any of the social media outlets that you can message me on the Facebook page, Thoughts of Redemption. You can message, you can DM me on Twitter, underscore T-O Redemption. You can DM me on Instagram, Thoughts of Redemption. And please reach out to me and let me know how this podcast episode has blessed you and has encouraged you to talk differently. And may we all strive to talk to ourselves better because I know I am. I ain't arrived and I'm still going towards doing it. And so thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Thoughts of Redemption podcast. We thank, I thank you for your support and I pray that God bless you, keep you and build you up in the faith and continue to fulfill his goal in your life to be Christ centered in your heart, to be Christ centered in your thoughts, to be Christ centered in your life. God bless you.